Hello, all. This is Blonde-Haired Girl. I was trying to sleep, and I can't. I can't quite fall asleep. Um, so I I did a thing. I, I told you all about this in my last podcast that I signed up for a retreat, an online retreat with Plum Village, which is the monastery of Thich Nhat Hanh. Uh, they call him Tai or Tay, um, and and I told you all about how I didn't realize when I signed up for it that it was uh, going to be um, eight hours difference, uh, eight hours later than. Um, so I'm sorry about the huge yawn, <laughs> but anyway, my sleep is all messed up because I I tried my best to do the retreat last night, uh, as much as as I could do it. And and I gotta tell you, I I it was wonderful, as much as I could attend the retreat. It was absolutely wonderful what I did attend. Um, and I, I wanted to talk about some things about it. Uh, I, I had, I had, um, just, just, um, I threw on this like little cover up. So I had like on a t-shirt and a little cover up. I mean, I was dressed as comfortably as I could be and, and I didn't, I didn't, I don't think that I had my video on last night uh, when I did the, the opening meditation. Uh, but in the morning, I had my video on and I was so uncomfortable. Uh, I, I was so uncomfortable. So I turned off my video and I put on a scarf. I just put on a scarf to cover up my my, my, I guess my chest area and my neck. Um, not that I feel like I dress in any way <laughs> provocatively. I don't dress that way at all anyway, but I, they are incredibly modest and there is nothing, it is, I mean, I can kind of tell that it's a nun and not a monk but it's almost as if they are completely androgynous the the clergy in the monastery i mean you can hardly tell if it's if it's male or female and there's nothing really to set one apart from another like their clothing they all wear the same colors and 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 so, so I, I was, I just felt so uncomfortable is what I'm trying to say. And even the people that were, that were just lay people, I could see them in that because it was on a, a Zoom and I could see their faces and their clothing and, and I just, and so I, I put on this scarf and then later I changed I changed into something that I just felt more comfortable in and 
And I, I really got to thinking about it because this is one of the things that I, I, because I aspire, I, I do aspire to experience like, I guess I could say like, I don't know, high levels of consciousness, enlightenment. I, 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 I want to experience unconditional love. I want to, to be the greatest version of myself that I possibly can. I, and this is, this is actually my life. And so I was asking myself the question, and I have asked myself this question other times, having to do with material and enlightenment. Like, is our enlightened people, do they just shed off all materialism whatsoever? And... You know, and then I've made the argument that, I mean, I don't know if you can absolutely completely because you, we, when we wake up in the morning, we make these, I call them micro choices, like all day long and preferences and, and I don't know that we can actually completely rid ourselves of, of, volition of desire of intention of um and the material world like we we have to have things to sustain ourselves and and even in in i mean we even in the choice of shedding and becoming androgynous and wearing the same type of clothing. I mean, it's still a choice in doing so. And 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 I and I do. I get I get an enormous amount of enjoyment from and and, and it's not to the point where I think that it's just crazy, you know. I don't have like closets full of things and I and I let things go a lot too you know I am I I don't have like enormous amounts of material things I don't I mean I really don't I mean even my jewelry could fit in a small box not you know I I know people in my life who have dressers full of of I have a friend whose closet is the size of my bedroom. Just her closet is the size of my bedroom. And so, and it's not that I'm, I'm not trying to make any judgment about anybody else and their materialism or anything, but I'm just trying to give some perspective on the fact that I don't think that I'm, that I'm overboard. It's just, I, you know, I just like things. <laughs> Um, and so, and so I have to ask my, myself, you know, like, is there, is there a problem with me liking things? You know, I didn't, I didn't take any kind of vows of poverty. I didn't take any, you know, and I, I, I wasn't raised a Buddhist. 
It wasn't. You know, I I did a YouTube today because I just thought, I just think this is so interesting. When I, I wasn't raised in, in any kind of like boot, there was no Buddhism around me whatsoever. I was raised, you know, Christian Catholic. I was raised a Roman Catholic. Not to say that I'm a practicing Catholic right now, but but that was my background. So I grew up into a family that, I mean, like Sunday mass, I mean, my mom dressed us up. I mean, I have pictures of of us, like she dressed us to the nine. I mean, we had patent leather shoes and tights and dresses and she put my hair and I called them tick tigtails. <laughs> tigtails instead of pigtails. She always put my hair in like in the with bows and like my mother just took great care in our appearance. It was very, very important to her. And then it it wasn't long before just the world just my culture just took over and I I was raised and I was culturally programmed to, to, to present myself in a way that would attract mates, that would attract a man. And, and it's not even just that at even this point. And now I, I'm more inclined to dressing so that I just feel good. It's like, I just want to feel good with whatever I'm wearing. I want to, I just want to feel good. I want to feel pretty. I want to, you know, and so, and so I, I take a percentage of pride when I leave the house that I want to present myself in the, to the world in something that is appropriate. You know, I was like, I'm not going to go into my, my, my work environment in a ball gown. I mean, I'm not suggesting being outrageous with this thing, but I, I dress the part, you know, with whatever, wherever I'm going, you know, which is no different than what happened this morning with this retreat that I, that I was so uncomfortable with myself that I that I changed. I changed my clothes and I, I made sure that when I got back on, you know, and then I also like I have I have so I have this little meditation area in my bedroom and I have a tapestry on one of the walls and I and then I have nothing on this other wall and I thought it was better for me to have the nothing than the tapestry. So I like moved my my myself in a way where the tapestry would not be showing. And then and then and then I I started out the last meditation of having my camera on and then I turned it off. My own camera. I attended the meditation but I I turned off my camera because I didn't want anyone to see me. You know, which 
when I meditate now, a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times I, I make movements. Like I move during meditation in a way that I would have never dreamed in a million years that I would ever be doing. And, and I don't want anyone to see me doing that. I'm really uncomfortable making any kind of show of my religion or of my, of my anything. But, and I also started to wonder about, um, Thich Nhat Hanh and if he, I've, I have actually wondered if he ever moved. When he meditated, did he ever make movements? Did his did he ever experience what I experienced through meditation? Um, I I haven't had a lot of experience with watching, but mostly what I've watched, I have not seen them moving the way that I move in meditation. And uh, but anyway. So I got to, I have on time talked about this idea of myself and, and, and that I just like these things. I just like makeup and I like to do my hair and I like jewelry and I like clothing and I like all the things I have to do with that. I really do. And, or have I just been programmed? Am I just a, a product of, of marketing? Am I just like the perfect poster child for, for creating somebody who is going to just buy stuff, you know? I mean, do I really like it? Or was I just told that I, that I, you know, have to do this in order to, to get along, you know, I mean, God forbid. <laughs> I mean, for me, there is this just really strange thing going on in my life. I, I, I don't really talk about my age very much because I really think that it is a number, but I am getting older. I'm I don't consider myself old, but I'm I'm older and I and I and I have this where I can kind of sense this ageism. I can sense that there is ageism in the world and that I am treated differently because of my age. And there are some pluses to this in the sense that I feel like people are more likely to listen to me because of my age. Because, you know, they they respect me a little bit more because they know that I've been on the planet a little bit longer. <laughs> um, but there is this ageism. And, but then I've got this other thing going on where I never would have dreamed in a million years that I would feel as good in my body, that I would look the way that I do, that I would be doing what I'm doing, that I would, I would, I would be as joyful and as happy as I am at this age. Like, I just would have never dreamed that. Like, 
And so that's like the coolest thing ever. So I got, you know, stuff going on with all of it. You know, like, God forbid we get older. That, that <clears throat> and I'm not really sure because I would be one that would say, do we age because we believe that that's what happens when we're on the planet longer or you know, because I, I, I mean, I have more age spots. Like sometimes I look at my arms and I'm like, whose arm is that? And then I'm like, oh, that's my arm. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and so, I mean, and are my arms, you know, getting age spots just because I believe that they would at this age? Or are, is that what happens when you've when you've been on the planet for this many years, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, maybe it's a combination of all of it, but <laughs> anyway, so, so the other thing that, that I got to thinking about was the whole idea of relationships. Like, and I'm not talking about like relationships with our friends or relationships with our children, this kind of thing. I'm talking about romantic relationships. I got to thinking about like for myself, like where did this come from? That, that my desire to have a relationship, where did it come from? Like, do do I really want a relationship or is it is it something that is presented is this another way that I have been culturally programmed to believe that I have to have a relationship I guess to be happy and I'm not sure I I'm I do not believe that, that I don't believe that I'm in a place in my life where I really feel like my happiness is predicated on a relationship with a man. It's really not. But I can't say that I don't want a relationship with a man. Like I can't say I, I don't. I, I, you know, I mean, it would be nice. I mean, it would be really nice. Part of the reason why I would like to have a relationship with a man is because there there have been times in my life where i was I was really happy with someone it did I had happy moments and and I enjoyed the things that I enjoyed about that um and I can rattle off all those things that I enjoyed about that. <laughs> Um, but I'm not going to do that right now. But, um, but then I got to thinking, like, is all of this just the same thing as my makeup? Do I, do I have this desire because I have this desire? Or do I have this desire because I've been programmed by the society that I live in to somehow have this belief? that this is what I should desire. And I'm just going to say right now that I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I, 
I sometimes I have like these really weird visions. And I had this like this vision or this impression about like the possibility or a possibility or in the future things will be very very different in this way. I I watch animals like I really enjoy watching animals and like I noticed that like ducks all the ducks on the pond are really paired off. You know, and I and I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I got this thought in my head that, that ducks actually mate for life. And I sit there and I'm watching these ducks, which sounds like so silly. You know, I'm saying, okay, so how long does a duck live? I don't know. I don't know how long they live, but like they mate for life. And I'm I'm sitting there. If if a duck <laughs> has a mate, if all of these ducks are like like coupled up then it seems an impossibility that that there would not be a a somebody for me you know these are these are just crazy things that i think um but 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 regarding this impression in the future that that it would all be based on freedom that it would be based on freedom the freedom to either either couple with someone or not couple with someone or the freedom to love who you want to love. I mean, there's some people that are into loving lots of people. And if, and if their mates are okay with loving lots of people, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, if somebody's into monogamy, I mean, it's what, whatever the freedom to be who we are, like the freedom to, to live the way that we want to live. As long as it's not hurting anyone. I mean, I think that that, that, that is the, the, because we have these social norms. We've set up these social, social norms and, and like they would say in, 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 like a lot of people, you know, around my circle, you know, align with the Bible. And they say, you know, there is man and woman, and then you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to have children. And, and, and I, and so we have all of these social norms about how we are supposed to be living our life. And this sense of it having to be this way. And I had just like this weirdest impression of in the future. I mean, if everything was based on love. I mean, truly based on love. And I don't know that a lot of our social norms in this area are actually based on love. I mean, we like to think they are, but like, like, even in that, in this this idea of this contract, you know, this this marriage contract that that is that is binding. 
And, and, and in some ways, and in some, and I'm, I'm sorry, and I know I'm like, I'm going off on some topic and I'm going to reel it back in here and end this podcast. But, but like marriage is a really weird thing because like the origins of it are just bizarre. You know, I mean, it's like you, you, I mean, there used to be these dowries and, and, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, it's not, it's the whole idea of it in some ways is not based on love. It's not. And it's kind of just seeming like it's, it's another way of just, just another box, another constraint, another convention. And I'm not even suggesting that people shouldn't be married. I mean, if if people want to get married, I think it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to aspire to love someone. Like a, a commitment to love someone. And, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I'm... But a lot of times, or sometimes, it can be used very much like a trap. And so relationships that are actually based on freedom, a life that's based on freedom, uh, you know, <clears throat> this was one of the things I, I, I think that I listened to, to Thich Nhat Hanh. I was listening to like one of his, something that he was putting out about the tenets of Buddhism, and to be a monk or even to be a practicing buddhist and i and i as i love him don't please don't mistake this i love tignot han so dearly i really do but i when i was listening tuning to him i i just there were just more constraints there were more rules there were rules and as, it almost felt like as many rules in buddhism as there is in any other religion And I have to say, I felt very disappointed. I don't know. It's like, how do you have a religion without rules? I mean, is that even a possibility? But I mean, if it's based on love, I mean, love setting people free. And so... I am going to end this podcast. <laughs> I will come back. Maybe tomorrow I'll do another one and let you all know how it went. Anyway, I appreciate you listening and I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.